1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you
3: by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Here we go, guys. Uh, Before we get to those stories, they were asking people to name the top inventions from the past 25 years, and this may come as a shock, but none of those as seen on TV products made the list. No, the 10 most important inventions of the last 25 years... If you haven't already seen this story, what would you say is the most important invention of the oh, last the iPhone? Was the,
4: yeah, what, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Internet.
0: smartphones,
4: the Internets.
3: Yeah, the, uh, the Internet did not qualify because it is, over, it is over 25 years old. Is but Wi-Fi. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but Wi-Fi made the top of the list. And uh, Tim, you weren't far off. Your smartphone came in at number two.
2: What about that rubber paint in a spray can that I can attach a book <gasps> together yeah. with? Yeah.
3: That was number three. What's that called again? <laughs> no, I don't know. Flex um, Seal. I've used that stuff a lot. It's a savior. <laughs> Online banking, which I would agree it's a big thing. Boy, that makes sure makes things easier when you can just deposit a check right there. You get a check, snap a photo of it, deposit it. being able to transfer, oh yeah, being able to pay bills and stuff all on your smartphone, that was number three. And then online search engines followed by online shopping platforms like Amazon, stem cell technology, GPS, flat screen TVs, contactless payment where you just hover your credit card or phone over the machine instead of swiping, and tablet devices. I should mention YouTube just missed the top ten at number 11 coming in ahead of 3D printers, Netflix, Skype, electric cars, Facebook and wireless headphones. Wow.
4: That's a lot of stuff being big stuff. Could you imagine if none of that was around? What a mess we would be. I know, right?
3: Right? <laughs> how would we live? It's funny how, you know, we look forward to these developments, these technological advancements the modern conveniences thinking it's going to make our life so much easier yet somehow we're busier than ever how is that possible don't know meanwhile a condom brand skin just launched a new chrome extension that blocks you from seeing your friends endless string of baby photos on <laughs> facebook and they hey. call it they call it the baby blocker baby Uh, blocker. Yeah, it uses Facebook's analytics to identify photos of babies and toddlers. Then it covers them up with photos of things like food, cars, and sporting (laughs) events. That's funny. So it seems like it's geared more towards men than women. Uh, And probably younger guys, too. And we tried it. It does work, but it did let a few baby photos slip through. So if your baby doesn't exactly look like the most cute, young, adorable, cherub-looking baby, sometimes well, it can get past too, it. Like, right? It's not, oh God. <laughs> horrible. Chris just made a great face.
4: Yes, it's so wrong. But it's all from a condom company, so that's very funny.
0: Yeah, but isn't your Facebook feed comes up with stuff that you like isn't it kind you know like i have a yeah. lot of babies in my facebook feed because i like kids i have a kid so i'm liking those kinds of things
3: because you know you're friends with a mom or their mom is hot yeah mm-hmm.
0: and it's facebook's algorithm that makes so th- my point is <laughs> is that these people are probably ki- clicking on baby photos right and that's why they that's keep why they're popping up, up. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: Uh, You can download it for free, though, if you want. Just search for The Baby Blocker on the Chrome Web Store. There was a similar app a few years ago called Unbaby that (laughs) replaced baby photos with pictures of cats. But it looks like that one's not around anymore.
0: Oh, that's a great idea.
3: All right. Tamagotchi virtual pet toys have come and gone a few times over the past couple of decades. Turns out they're coming back again. And they're hornier than ever. Bandai America is relaunching the Tamagotchi keychains where you raise and care for a virtual pet. However, there's a new twist this time. If you put your keychain near a friend's, your Tamagotchis can date, get married, (laughs) and then get it on.
4: And then make babies? Wow. That is an
2: upgrade. When those things first came out, I was a YMCA day camp uh, counselor. Mm -hmm. Those were pure hell. Oh, I bet. Because they would bring them and want to take care of them. And you couldn't get them to do the that And then they'd, they'd want to they go play stuff. with their friends and say, Mr. Tim, can you feed him for the next six hours times 100 kids? Did we, you say no yeah, or did I you, said, you agree?
0: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440
4: or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
3: Surgery House been-
2: no there you this go is your <laughs> responsibility this is your little digital baby right
3: yeah.
0: we gave my nephew one for his birthday it, his birthday's in october and he like kept it alive for like a week and then somehow i started having an emotional attachment to it mm-hmm. so i kept this thing alive for like three months i, I would, know that i was... would bring it in here and it would like poop and i'd change its diaper that was the and...
3: wildest thing
0: I, I don't know why. I think I'm like. What's sorry. your
3: attachment was yeah. to well, that. I just
0: didn't want it to die because <laughs> they do.
3: Was this shortly after a breakup?
0: Probably. <laughs> I'm sure I just was like alone. This and was.
4: This might have been back in the time where she thought she wanted six or eight kids. Right. Yeah. Too.
3: Well, no. you don't actually watch these Tamagotchis uh, do it. But once they're done, you and your friend both get an egg on your device. It eventually hatches. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then, uh, uh, and but then you got to raise the baby too. That's yeah, funny. and then your baby Tamagotchi can eventually have a kid too. The devices can handle up to sixteen generations, which sounds like a lot of work to take care of all those virtual pets. But anyway, those things hit the market in July, and they're going to run you sixty bucks.
0: I bet they're going to be hot, man. Sixty bucks.
3: Sixty bucks. All right. There is a small coffee chain in California called Clatch Coffee Roasters. And they just made news by selling coffee for $75 a cup. The coffee is made from one of the rarest coffee beans in the world, the Elida Geisha. Geisha? The Elida Geisha. The beans come from Panama and cost a world record... What? I'm sorry, let me state that again. They come from Panama and cost a world record $803 per pound. The flavor is described as... Floral, tea line smooth, yet strong. Clatch bought 10 pounds, the only 10 pounds available in the U.S. That allowed them to make exactly 80 cups of coffee to sell at their stores in the Los Angeles area and in San Francisco over the weekend. And apparently they sold out almost immediately, even at $75 a pop. You can believe that. Wow. Then again, that's not even the most expensive cup of coffee you can get in Los Angeles. There is one coffee shop uh, that sells $100 cups of coffee made from beans that that have been eaten and pooped out by an animal called the Asian palm civet. Really? Yeah. Well, isn't that interesting? (laughs) I don't know.
4: And what makes that so
3: special? It's not every day you can drink coffee that came from that. Right.
4: Well, okay. See me, I'd get that hundred dollar cup of coffee and then
2: pour a half a cup of <laughs>
4: creamer cream sugar, sugar, and sugar and in it. No, <laughs> you would pour
3: a half cup of fake creamer,
4: fake in, creamer, and, and fake, fake sugar, sugar yeah. in
3: there. Uh huh. Uh, let's see, this is pretty cool. So, you got these kids, you know, that do these elaborate promposals. hmm Uh, good news though, you don't have to bother. This guy did something that. You're probably never going to top, so don't even worry about it. There's a, there's a high school senior his name is Kyle Gelber from Horace Greenlee High School in Chappaqua, New York, and he invited a girl named Phoebe Spar to the prom by asking her on a live billboard in Times Square on Sunday. How great is that?
4: Pretty big. How much did that cost? A lot, I know, right? It has to be
3: a lot. Well, maybe not. His his dad evidently is friends with the CEO of T Mobile, and he let Kyle take over their billboard to ask Phoebe to the prom. Well, she said yes. So good for him. He got it done. I <laughs> hope he'd. Say, I hope she'd say yes after that. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm so glad we didn't have to go through all of that. Oh, I know. That
4: just seemed like so much
3: high pressure. Yeah, yeah. seriously. I you want to go to the prom with me? Yeah, great. Okay, okay cool. cool. Right.
4: Especially if like, you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I mean, and, and you're ser- you've been dating. Like, I couldn't imagine. Started dating my high school sweetheart beginning of my junior year. It's assumed, it's known, we're going to prom together. He's not asking anybody else, right? Yeah, but what
0: about if you think about the pressure of me when I was a junior and I wasn't dating anyone and we went with like a group of girls and it was like I was the only one that wasn't getting asked to prom. You oh. know, like I didn't get an over-the-top proposal, prom-posal. Yeah,
3: Did it have to, yeah, but I don't remember it having to be that way. Like it wasn't. if you, but see, girls would ask guys in my school, too.
0: Yeah, at my school, it was like, if you weren't dating anybody and you all were friends, you were like, we're going together. <laughs> that just is how it worked out. Yeah.
4: Or junior and senior girls, what they would do if they didn't have a date, they'd ask a sophomore or freshman boy to um, go. No, we never that's did. That's cool. I always did.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let me know what color you're I'm wearing. I'm just glad. All. Yeah,
4: that whole prom. I just. That's just. Uh.
3: Oh. I'll match it up. I am very happy. And what'd you say? Yes. Were you nervous?
2: Um, I I was very nervous, but I was also confident okay. in my uh, ability to ask her to prom.
3: Yeah, because I got on a billboard in Times Square. Who's gonna say no to that? Not her. Nope. Oreo just announced all the flavors they're rolling out this summer to keep you constantly eating their cookies. S'mores Oreos are hitting stores now.
4: Those sound like they would be pretty good. S'mores. Who doesn't love a good marshmallow chocolate combination?
3: Yeah, that's kind of what these are. Graham cracker flavored cookies with two layers of cream, one marshmallow, one chocolate. S'mores Oreos. Also latte thins are coming in June. They're thin chocolate cookies with coffee flavored cream in between And those are not limited edition. Oreos says they're permanent. Marshmallow Moon Oreos are coming next month. Those are basically regular Oreos, but they have a moon design on the cookies to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, and the cream is purple, for what that's worth. That's kind of fun.
0: That sounds cool.
3: I like purple. Mm
0: -hmm. We should try that.
3: Mint Chocolate Chip Oreos are coming in July... Oreo teaming up with Baskin-Robbins and there were two layers of cream on those cookies plus a mint layer and a chocolate layer and both layers have tiny chocolate chips inside. Mm. I bet those will be a hit. And then, I don't know if this is going to, I like maple, but I don't know if this is going to (laughs) work.
2: This is the only one that I thought sounded good. Of course. Wait a minute. Is Old it Werther's he- <laughs> original flavor? <laughs> I love a good vanilla cookie. Yeah.
3: It's the Butterscotch Werther's original Oreos. <laughs> now, these are uh these are Maple Cream Oreos. Yeah. Uh, maple Cream Oreos are coming in August. Those are the uh those will be golden vanilla cookies. With maple flavored cream in between.
0: I'll tell you what is so funny. We had, we went to Skyline and Ross, and I don't know if this is something every Skyline does, but they come around with a little treat basket at the end of the meal for kids. And inside of it, they have like little packs of graham crackers or airheads. And then they have that little pack of Oreos that has the two cookies in it. And my kid picked the Oreo. She had never had it before. And I'm telling you, what is in people's DNA is the ability to split the cookie and lick the cream without even being taught. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Well,
4: remember the video, though, the cute little raccoon. I love that cute little raccoon. They got in the garbage and pulled out Oreos and did that. Yes. (laughs)
0: Like, how do they know how to do that? they know to open that up and eat the inside? Oreo DNA.
3: All right, let's talk about pigging out here, guys. If you're planning to eat and drink your way through Memorial Day weekend, this might help you with the guilt. They have done an extensive study on how our bodies bounce back fairly quickly after a big day of gluttony Mm -hmm. so you can stop feeling guilty because occasional overeating, and the operative word is occasional overeating, will probably not cause long-term issues. Okay. That does not mean you can overindulge every weekend.
4: Well, then they, well, what does occasional what's the
3: mean then? Well, researchers <laughs> had people overeat for five straight days to simulate how you might act around a big holiday weekend, right? Okay. So each person added a 1,000 calories a day to their diet. Wow, a
2: 1,000, that's easy. I need to remove that many. I do too.
3: It turns out our bodies were pretty good at coping with the change in calorie intake. It adjusted because it didn't have any significant long-term effects on metabolism or insulin levels. Now, here's the catch. All the volunteers were young people who were in decent shape. So I don't know if it, if that would apply to someone who's older and has a slower metabolism. The researchers also don't want us to use this as an excuse to overeat all the time because they also had volunteers increase their calorie intake over an entire month, and that did start to affect things like weight and insulin response.
4: It's so depressing because I don't think I'm ever going to see the study results that I want to see ever in my whole life. I want a study to come back and say you can eat pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and follow that up with a piece of cake and a pastry. And then for a snack, you can have a chocolate bar. And you know what? You are going to feel great and look great and have all this energy. Then you can. <laughs> you just have to walk
2: from your house in Mason to work no, every day. No, because that will, t- <laughs> it will
4: still. I mean, all of that sugar and that gluten and that dairy would just tear up the insides. And you just suffer greatly because of it.
3: Well, they say if you normally exercise and eat rather well, there is no reason to feel guilty about cheat days or eating more around the holidays because your body will handle it. Um, But if, if you go for longer periods than a spurt for three to five days, it does have a larger effect, a much larger effect on visceral body fat, which is the fat around your vital organs that can lead to things like type 2 diabetes. Mm. Cincinnati's Q102. It is Jeff and Jen, 815. Uh, Most of the fog is burned off, so we're just going to see sunshine today, which is good news. A little warmer, too, than it was yesterday. High of 68. Uh, Let's see, right now it's 40... Oh, no, 50. At Cincinnati's Q102.
4: Welcome to wedding season, eh?
3: Yeah, we were just talking about Mm -hmm. the bride who is... Posting a story in a wedding shaming Facebook group about a woman she barely knew who came to her wedding and filled up ten Tupperware containers with food to take home. Mm. tacky well <laughs> I don't know Some Some argue yes. Some would say if the food was going to go to waste anyway, it's not that big a deal. But let's ask Jen. Jen, what is the tackiest thing you've ever seen at a wedding?
4: Prob- so, oh, I thought I you meant was- me. No, no, sorry. I'm
3: I <laughs> meant Jen, Jen on line four. Jen on the
4: phone. Hi, Jen on line four. Hey, Jen.
1: So the tackiest thing I've ever seen is I was the bride at a wedding. And actually, it was my first wedding. And um, some... Um, I guess it would be a date of one of the bridesmaids kept trying to get my number the whole time I was out on the dance floor. You're
4: (laughs) kidding. No. And he was serious. And he was dead serious.
1: I said, you're joking, right? Like, no. And I was like, okay, so that takes the cake
4: on being tacky. That is hitting on the bride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You win. I win. Have a good morning, guys. Thank you, you, Jen. Okay, bye.
3: All right, Jen, your turn now.
2: No, I don't want to tell you (laughs) now. There's actually someone, uh, Nicole, on Facebook said, uh, Tacky's thing she's seen at a wedding. Someone else proposing to their girlfriend. It happened at the table next to mine. You could literally hear everyone cringing. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't do
3: that. You don't make it about you on someone else's day. Yep. All right. This is Laura. Hey, Laura, how are you?
1: I'm good.
3: How are you? I'm good. So what's Tacky's thing you've ever seen at a wedding?
1: Well, I went to a wedding last weekend, and the bride on the invitation had put, "Please do not wear jeans. Wear formal attire." And there were at least fifteen people with not only jeans but holy jeans at the wedding.
3: Was it in a
4: church? Did they wear holy jeans to church? It
1: was was not. It was not in a church, but at a very nice (laughs) venue. And the bartender—you could see her panties through her leggings.
4: Oh, that's (laughs) a problem. (laughs)
3: Thank you, Laura. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Head shaking here. Uh, Hey, Chrissy, how are you? Good. Tackiest thing you've seen at a wedding.
1: So at my wedding, um, we had candles as our centerpieces, and we had different, like, various sizes. Um, And a family member of ours went around before the reception was over and blew out the candles and collected all of them in a little box. And for my husband and I... Um, for our five-year anniversary, she gave them to us as a present.
4: Wow. Yeah. That's
3: nice.
0: Like on <laughs> purpose, did she know? She was like, oh, you're going to want these in five years. This
3: is totally my taste, too. That was so um, well thought I out.
0: I
1: don't really know what her what her thinking was because there was no, like, there was no like um,
3: no reference it, to it, it at just, all.
1: It was just the candles and a shoebox and a little note that said "Happy Anniversary." That's funny. that's so, hilarious.
3: That's yeah. great. <laughs> Love it. The way some people think sometimes. <laughs> or they don't.
1: still smelled good. Oh, well that's but, good. That's <laughs> something. They were scented, but Love but it. it was just it was kind of odd. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy.
1: You're welcome. You guys have a good morning. You
3: too. You too. This is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. What's the tackiest thing you've ever seen at a wedding?
1: Okay, so it was actually my wedding, and what I was telling Fritz is it wasn't so much tacky as irritating, but I had had it planned out where I was surprised to see our decorations and stuff at our wedding venue, and I had a family member who had arrived early and basically taken pictures of everything and posted it on Facebook before I could even see it. Oh,
4: oh wow. <laughs> Did so, they know that you weren't going to see it?
1: Uh, she, uh, it was supposed to be, I had a sign out front and said it was supposed to be an unplugged wedding. So I didn't want people taking pictures of my ceremony or anything. Uh,
4: Gotcha. gotcha.
1: Because that's what you pay the expensive money for the top, you know, the photographer for. Right. Uh, (laughs) So everything was on Facebook before I could even see it. I had uh, people texting me like, Hey, you know, all of your stuff on Facebook. And I know you didn't want it to be on uh, there. Lovely. Lovely. and as much as the food goes, we were not allowed to take our food home either. They said it was a legal thing. We were not allowed to have the food to take home.
3: Oh. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I actually
0: heard from someone named Nicholas. He was saying that it's kind of a health code violation because if you take it and you don't store it correctly mm. and get sick, I guess they can be liable, liable somehow. Yeah. That's, yeah. The
1: way, yeah, that's the way they explained it to us. But we had paid for like 120 people. We only had like 105 show up. Mm. So there was like a ton of extra food and we couldn't do anything with it. You yeah. should have invited me. Yeah. I could have taken
3: <laughs> care of that for you.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I always wonder if they just like, for example, if you had meatballs, are they just putting those in a Ziploc in a freezer and pulling them out the next time somebody orders meatballs? I hope I not. I hope not. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I think. Like, well, what are they doing with all this food?
3: They're taking it home. Yeah. The wait staff is taking it home. There you go. All right, Stephanie. Thanks so much. Have a great thanks, day. guys. Take it easy. This is Beth. Hello, Beth.
4: Good morning.
1: How are you?
3: Not bad. Tackiest thing you've ever seen at a wedding.
1: Well, it was actually my first wedding and found out after the fact that the husband-to-be's family decided that they were going to have a party with a band and a full bar and everything um, like that at their house during our reception. We found out later that people were actually leaving our reception to go to their party. Oh,
4: <laughs> oh my God. Why yeah. would they do that? I, I, we
1: think that probably they thought that we weren't having a good enough reception for them. Oh. So they just decided to throw their own. That's oh, wow. Nice.
4: I mean, it's one thing to do an after party, maybe. Right. But, exactly. geez, going on at but the same
1: time. Going funny. out at the same time, they actually missed out on some family pictures and things like that of the wedding because they were in the house getting ready for it. Never
4: heard of such a thing. I know.
3: What a world we're living in. (laughs) That's disappointing. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Katie. Good morning. Good morning. What is the tackiest thing you've ever seen at a wedding?
1: So this was actually um, our wedding, and my husband's aunt came up to us at the end and gave us a hug and complimented us on um, the dessert. We had, like, a buffet of um, cupcakes, And she told us that she had 10 of them in her purse. No. (laughs) She had wrapped them up in napkins and put them in her purse. And she was just like, I just wanted these for later. And I was like, well, so did I. What
3: the hell, people?
4: Oh, that's crazy. I mean, you know, again, one or two, fine. Ten, too much. Yeah, those were for me later. you (laughs) got to keep an eye on any woman that's carrying a large purse at an event like that. Because guaranteed (laughs) that's what her plan is. She's going to be stashing some food in that bag. Mm -hmm. Is it bad,
0: though, if you take the cake? Like, I can't eat it right now because I want to get drunk and drink the alcohol, but I want it in the morning. So can I just take a slice? You can take a slice, but don't load up your bag.
2: I take everything with me from a wedding into my stomach. Take it out through the stomach. <laughs> but thank
3: you for asking for permission, Fritch. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about all it. All right, Robin, Thank you so much. All right. What do you want to do, Fritz? Do you want to move on or uh yeah? I
0: think we should just move on.
3: All right, thank you. Just checking the phones here, eight twenty three, <laughs> and thank you for all move the phone calls. <laughs> I know. Well, we just got a list of other stuff that we got to get to. Uh, one of which we did want to recognize some valued members of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show families. So let's celebrate them this morning. Like Failing Canfield, Canfield, Failing Canfield from Hamilton is celebrating a birthday today. I'll I'll write clear her next I'm time. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Uh, also, Terry is that Terry Bear? I
2: don't know, but I get the, the
3: other typed out. Oh, is it his handwriting? It's not bad handwriting. It's just the marker was fading. The
2: marker was fading. Oh, That's what it that was. That stinks. I've been there. Yeah. All right. So we got Terry Baker
3: in Terry Newport, Newport and
2: Tanner Kissel in Burlington. Happy
3: Thank birthday! You. Also, uh, Missy Rappaport is celebrating a big birthday, milestone birthday today. Uh, Tanya Martin-Cruz, LaDonna Seal-Kaiser, Susie Jang, uh, Rosanna Schmidt, all celebrating birthdays today.
0: Our very own Alex Furman. He's an employee here at Q102. I saw he's having a birthday today. He was doing all of the board stuff yesterday, I think, for 513 days. Well, was, I he know, I,
3: I did. Alex. I saw him working in here, and it sounded yeah. great. So good job, Alex. Happy birthday to you. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to
2: you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.